0: All right, welcome everybody. This is the Pop Culture Roundup Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Brandon. Joining me is our co-hosts, What's up? Andrew, what up? Casey, and Anthony. What up? <laughs> call <him> Mr. Vantes. <laughs> uh, so, essentially on this podcast, uh, this is our first episode, so we're just going to go over a quick rundown of the things we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to be talking about multiple things that... Obviously, involve pop culture, uh, all the way from movies, TV, film, video games, uh, table games, anything and everything you can think of. Uh, so, I know we have a few points we wanted to go over. Andrew, did you wanna get us started? Uh,
1: yeah. So, first things first, we got a few delays to talk about here. Um, let's. Uh, I this is all subjective, but I think we're going to present these from most interesting to maybe least interesting, or, you know, no, we're going to, we're going to switch up. We're going to least interesting to most interesting. So starting off top, we have the Gotham Knights video game. That's getting delayed till 2022. Personally, I, I think that's no surprise judging by the alpha that was shown. I think there was a lot of work that still need to be done. And of course the, Pandemic could not, in any way at all, have helped um, with production on that. Uh, so I think I think delaying that is the right call. And I think with certain recent games that have come out, namely Cyberpunk, I think we can all appreciate the usefulness of a delay on a uh, video game.
0: I totally agree. I think we all mm-hmm. want that game to be. It has a.
1: It has some big shoes to fill with the uh three or four arkham games that preceded it uh and i think the concept is interesting enough i think there are a few things i'm not too keen on we'll see how they play out but overall this game i'm definitely going to be keeping my eye on but it definitely needs some time in the oven and i think that delaying it is the right call next up uh venom 2 let there be carnage or tom hardy is going to now be fighting woody harrelson has been delayed to september 17th 2021 Uh, originally it was going to be having i believe an august release or maybe july so not too bad but definitely a little bit further back um isn't I mean
2: Spider-Man 3 supposed to come out on December 17th?
1: Did I say December? I thought I said September. Oh. Maybe, uh, Venom maybe. Venom 2 is supposed to come out on September <laughs> 17th, 2021. Um So, yeah, I I I don't know about you guys. This is not a delay that has me too worked up. I really I like the first Venom movie, but I'm not exactly uh, too worked up over having to wait just a little bit longer for it to come out. Um, but I think I think it's gonna be interesting. Carnage is a really cool villain. I mean, Venom's a cool <laughs> villain too, but obviously he's not a villain in these movies. He's you know, Branham is an anti-hero, but I mean. Aside from meeting a few people, he didn't really do anything that was, like, overtly villainous. Like, I mean, you have Deadpool, who, like, just casually murders pretty much anyone. Like, that's an anti-hero. I didn't really view Venom as an anti-hero.
2: I think Deadpool is labeled as a mercenary.
1: Right. Well, he's an anti-hero. Like, that's... Yeah, basically. Everyone calls him that. Um...
0: I was going to say, in view of Carnage, he just literally does what he Yeah, does.
1: no, I mean, because it's the symbiotes. They, <laughs> they take on the personalities of their host. And uh, Carnage's host, I believe, is called Cletus Cassidy, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes. And he's he's a straight-up serial killer. Like, this dude's an actual psychopath. Um, so Carnage, you know, takes on those personality traits and enhances them so i think that um carnage is going to be a very interesting villain and that um we'll definitely see i don't think we're going to see it get an r rating but i wouldn't mind if it did
2: i feel like with carnage as the villain it should have an R rating just because of who he is. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, in more bigger news, uh, just today we learned that uh, Black Widow is being pushed back yet again to July 7th. Um, it is going to be releasing both in theaters and on Disney Plus for the premiere access. Uh, seeing as though uh, Mulan and Raya and The Last Dragon have both been Premier access for $30. I think we can see the trend here and conclude that um, Black Widow will be, um, be $30 on Disney Plus. Or if you feel safe enough, you can go to the theaters. Uh, here on the podcast, we definitely recommend that you do... Go to the theaters. Uh, no. You stay safe. If you feel you can be safe going to the theaters, then by all means do so. Theater experiences are amazing. But if you want to play it safe and you want to stay home, that is perfectly acceptable. Pay that $30 and watch the movie. No. Um, I'm really excited for this. Of all the movies releasing this year, um, this is... I wouldn't say this is the one I'm most excited for, but this is the one I'm like really highly anticipating because we were supposed to be able to see this almost a year ago. And it's Yeah, at this point. We've had we've had WandaVision and now we have Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I'm I'm still feeling that Marvel drought. Like I want need something. Um so yeah, July seventh. This does um, affect, uh, a little bit of a segue here, affects Shang-Chi and the um, Legend of the Ten Rings. That has now been pushed back to September 3rd, I believe. Um, no word yet on whether that's going to be getting the dual release also on theaters and Disney+. Plus. We'll just have to see. I think at this point... For anything past July, most Hollywood studios are um, banking on the fact that this will all be, we'll we'll be back to normal by then. Let's hope that's all true, because, man, I really want to go see a theater under normal circumstances. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but don't get rid of the uh, throwback movies.
1: Uh, yeah, the throw throwback movies. I yeah. I know I know during the summer there are a few theaters that'll do like uh summer movies for like two dollars or whatever, and those have always been fun. Unfortunately, a lot of the time they're kind of skewed towards kids. Um but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Definitely I'm definitely feeling the throwback movies. I remember seeing uh um like Lord of the Rings. That was that was a lot of fun.
0: Yep. Seeing so Empire Strikes. Um, back.
1: yeah, that was that Amazing. was excellent.
0: Like never being able to see that because
2: mm-hmm.
1: it
0: came out before. Obviously, we were born. Yeah, uh, in theaters. Like, yeah,
2: yeah, that was definitely an experience.
1: So, segueing from one Star Wars topic to another, Disney has recently announced that. The original Clone Wars series, the one from 2003, uh, will be on Disney Plus, as well as the two Ewok movies. Those, of course, being um, Ewok, uh, Like I think it's just called the Ewok movie Caravan of Courage. That's the first one. And then the second one is like uh, called Battle for Endor. So those are gonna be on Disney Plus in early April. I think I heard April 2nd. But I'm not entirely I'm not entirely positive on that. Definitely early April though. I'm I don't know about you guys. I'm not too excited about the Ewok movies, but I I'm definitely I'm definitely here for the original Clone Wars series. Just titled Clone Wars. I yeah. think.
2: Yeah, I feel like that one's gonna get the most attention.
1: Yeah, I mean it, there's just something about it. Like I think everyone here has seen the clip of of the one uh, clone trooper who's just endlessly like he's a one man army against all these uh, battle droids that are pushing up on him, and he's just like giving his all until he's unfortunately killed. I think that's kind of what you're in for for this. You know, just really just nonstop action, which can get I think a little tiresome at times, but it's definitely a stylistic choice. Um, and of course, how, how can you beat the, the very first introduction of General Grievous? Yeah. Like that's...
0: I mean, I know I talked about it. Sorry. Uh, I know I talked about it before. Uh, what are we going over everything? But like that <laughs> intro for General Grievous is what we needed to make him so much more menacing. In both the movies. And the Clone Wars series.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: When it. You know the yeah. 3D one. Like he. He's an amazing villain. He's got all of this behind him. But he was never like. They make him scary. In like. It being a 2D animated show. Like or movie. Depending on how you look mm-hmm. at it. um, They make him. Like a problem, like just absolute slaughter, and that begins. Yeah, I
1: totally, I totally agree. I think the uh, the the Clone Wars series, the 3D animated one from Dave Filoni, they definitely uh, started doing that in the, I believe, season one episode called Grievous's Lair. Like, there's definitely like a horror element to it. It's definitely like. It kind of gives off a, um, I'm blanking on a movie to compare it to probably like 28 days later or something like that. It's very, imagine like a zombie movie meets um, like Saw meets Home Alone like that's kind of what you're getting with that episode and <laughs> it is really great. It's not the first time we saw the character in the show that would be um the malevolence arc, which I was like starts in episode 2 of season 1, but you definitely see that character uh in a much more darker light than you see him in like the rest of the show and in episode 3 Especially, like, if you go from, like, Clone Wars or The Clone Wars and you watch Episode 3, there's definitely, like, a kind of a disconnect between, like, the menacing, like, how menacing uh, General Grievous can be. And I think that it can be kind of a, like, if if you watch those shows, you're like, oh, my God. Grievous live action, he looks amazing, and then he just kind of doesn't really do a whole lot, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of. But I mean,
1: I will say the CGI on that um, on Grievous in episode three is top notch. He looks amazing. Mm
2: -hmm. Doesn't really do a whole lot, especially for 2005. It looks. Amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: So, talking more Star Wars news, Casey, you have anything to bring up?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, it's been pretty uh, busy week for Star Wars news. The actor that plays Aladdin in the live action Aladdin movie, I think it would be better if I try not to pronounce his name. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> he posted a picture on Instagram with the caption being a line from season one that ezra said what line specifically one, if i remember correctly uh it was right after he was captured
0: from the star wars It doesn't
2: really narrow it down but he said uh hey just so you know when i escape i won't hurt any of you so that was the caption of his mm. post there's been a lot of rumors that he would play live action ezra right a lot of fans were hoping he would so he's and probably the most popular fan cast
1: Obviously, there, there's the running joke of Ezra just kind of looking like Aladdin.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty lane. much being based off of Aladdin.
1: Yeah, I mean he's a he's a street rat who
2: steals food to survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, he's pretty much Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you go ahead. I uh, feel like if he were to be cast as Ezra, he would make. Well, it's obviously for the Ahsoka show. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. The plot for the Ahsoka show, my guess would be they're on the search for Ezra. I think you said this, the poster for the Ahsoka show kind of looks like the world between worlds.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, Definitely brought that up. I think... Honestly, they haven't come out and said it, but at this point, I think it's all but confirmed that this is this show is going to be, at the very least, Ahsoka looking for Ezra.
2: Um, yeah. Especially after, in the Mandalorian, where she said, yeah, where's Thrawn?
1: Yeah, chapter 13, of course, ends with Ahsoka going to the magistrate, being like, hey, where's Thrawn? And it's yeah. like, yo, that's kind of a, that's a big thing. Um And, of course, the last we saw of Ahsoka from Rebels, she's obviously going out on that mission to um, find Ezra. And so I think if that's what the show is going to be about, um, then we'll see Sabine show up as well.
2: Yeah, because she was with her last time we saw her. Mm -hmm.
1: And Dave Filoni has said that um, the that epilogue of Rebels and Chapter Thirteen, the Jedi of um, Mandalorian, it, he he's been Dave Filoni's been kind of cheeky about it and been like, oh well, maybe Chapter Thirteen takes place before that, or he hasn't really given a definitive answer, so maybe what ahsoka finds out from the magistrate is what kicks off the search for ezra
2: Mm. yeah i can see that i can see that
1: it could could be pretty interesting i think personally i i think that chapter 13 probably does take place before the epilogue uh because, I mean, what what are they going to go off of based, just solely based on the stuff in Rebels? There isn't much evidence, but you have Ahsoka go out and be like, find one of Thrawn's people and be like, where is he? You know, she gets some general information, they point him in the right direction. So I think, I think that's likely that...
2: Yeah, also
0: chapter- the fact... That's the direction they're Also, the out.
2: fact that Sabine isn't with Ahsoka in The Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're looking for him together. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, keeping on the topic of the Ahsoka show, Rosario Dawson recently confirmed that we will see a Jedi Force ghost make an appearance in the show. And it doesn't take many brain cells to figure out that that ghost is obviously Anakin. Uh, but it could be Obi-Wan. She said A-Force Ghost.
1: It could also, I think it's very plausible that we could also see Yoda show up.
2: Yep, Yoda.
1: And I mean, yeah. in Season 2 of Rebels, Yoda showed himself to uh, Ahsoka on the Jedi Temple on Lothal. Yeah. So there's obviously connection there. I mean, aside from those three, I don't really see it could, like, it's not going to be anyone else other than either Anakin, Obi-Wan, or Yoda. I think of the three, it kind of, to me, kind of feels like Obi-Wan might be the least likely. Yeah. I think they have the thinnest relationship of them all. So, th- or maybe Kanan. Could we get a live-action Kanan in ghost form?
2: Huh. Yeah. I did not think of that. I don't know why.
1: That could be there there is definitely they obviously knew each other. Um so I think that's that's equally plausible. More plausible than Obi Wan.
2: Well is did Kanan really become a force ghost though? I feel like he paint became well I can't speak, became more of a ghost or force spirit. I mean
1: Look, the rules of becoming a Force ghost versus Force anything else is very loose. Because, I mean, Qui-Gon Jinn was the first Jedi to ever learn how to become a Force ghost. So, relatively speaking, this is, like, a new ability. This is something that hasn't been seen before. So, like all the Jedi of the High Republic, the, they are not Force ghosts. As far as we are aware, none of them know how to do Force ghost stuff. Yeah. So.
2: So, pretty much, I think it's safe to assume that it's its either Anakin or Kanan.
1: Or Yoda. I, I'd say those three, Obi-Wan is a possibility. If they wanted to tie it into the Kenobi show... But I feel like that's a bit of a stretch.
2: Well, Anakin, as a Force ghost, is also supposed to be in the... Kenobi show. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that
1: doesn't make it's... any sense. He's, no, he's supposed to be, be in he it. Would, Yeah.
0: I was going to say the timelines for the Kenobi and Ahsoka show. Well,
1: Shadomar. yeah. But, I mean, it could be like... Oh, you see, Ewan McGregor as Force Ghost Obi Wan, aged up a little bit through makeup or CG, then that's kind of your tie into Kenobi. I, I was kind oh, of okay, yeah. But again, I think I They're think Obi Wan Kenobi showing up as a Force Ghost and Ahsoka is really loose. I feel like those two, their relationship was very thin. We don't really get a whole lot of interaction between them in the Clone Wars. So, yeah. I think it's not impossible, but unlikely compared to uh, Anakin, Yoda, and Kanan.
2: Yeah, who knows? It could be Kanan, Yoda, and it could be all of them—the whole shebang. Have the whole group there.
1: We got a we got a Avengers Endgame portal version of Ghost. She's like, "Yo, look, there's <laughs> yo, there's Sam Jackson's uh, Mace Windu." And holy crap, is that Ala Secura? You you bet it is. Um Shock T. Hell yeah. You man, know. is that a Yaddle? Mama yaddle? Mama. Oh my god, could Getting you could you imagine in. that that would be that would be the game changer right there. <laughs> <laughs> So, let's see. Uh, Brandon, you want to talk to us about the new Switch that's coming out?
0: Yeah. Well, um, being like the the Nintendo guy out of this group. um, Nintendo, although they have yet to confirm anything, like there's a lot, and I mean a lot, to suggest uh, NVIDIA and Nintendo are partnering up. Um, We heard a, I would say about a week ago, that they're working on a new Switch, and they were talking about using the uh, um, Samsung partnering up to give them an OLED screen uh, for the new Switches. It's going to be slightly mm-hmm. bigger from what we know. Um, and the quality, it actually sounds like, might be dropping on uh, handheld mode, or at least the resolution. Uh, but they're shooting for 4K on TVs. Not entirely sure what's going on there. Hopefully, we get some right. more information soon. Um, but there's a lot of new reports and stuff like that to suggest that we are using NVIDIA technology in this new Switch, whether or not it's a Switch Pro or whatever they want to call it. Um, they're probably going to be doing an E3 reveal or a special Nintendo Direct, right, right. which is what they do, to show it. Um, and I mean, you can just imagine the Nintendo. The Nintendo Switch like did amazing when mm-hmm. it launched in 2017, uh, to the point where demand was overproduction, which I think they did on purpose. But, uh, you know, like just giving it a better CPU, improved memory, just upgraded hardware in general uh, is a big necessity. Um, the Nintendo products as it is, kind of lack in that ground. Uh, they shoot for. A different side of the right. gaming community, and I think they yeah, do nin- very. I mean, well. Nintendo tries
1: to innovate. I mean, no one at the time was trying to make the argument that the Wii was trying to compete with the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 4. I would say that the argument could be made that the the say PlayStation 4 and obviously the PlayStation 3. Um, obviously the 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 argument could be made that the Switch was trying to compete with the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. Arguments can obviously vary.
0: We are beyond that. Yeah,
1: we are definitely yeah. beyond that. <laughs> the This new Switch is definitely not going to be trying to compete with the PlayStation 5 or the Series X. I think that even if in TV mode it, the Switch can reach 4K, I think that it's still going to get blown out of the water by the Series X and the PlayStation 5.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Nintendo has never shot for graphics right. or, you know, these massive AAA titles that have mm-hmm. ridiculous stories and, you know, it's the most beautiful game out so far. Yeah, they... they It's got the best uh, mechanics and whatever, like...
1: Yeah, Nintendo, Nintendo's selling points are definitely, like, Legend of Zelda and Smash and literally any Mario game, that's that's kind of their bread and butter. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, yeah, any, like, it doesn't have to be a, like, they are mm-hmm. still AAA games, but it doesn't have to be a crazy graphic fidelity Uh, God of War game or something like that. Like, that was a big one on the PS4. Um, That took... Honestly, I feel like that was a big step up for Sony there. But, um, like, their Mario games, their Legend of Zelda, like, they look great. They're not competing with that realistic look that they're going for. And it's... They they definitely go for the fun part of the... Like, bring out that inner kid. These are characters you knew when you were a kid and there are characters you know now and you bring that inner kid back out and you can play these really fun party games or we've got great long uh single player games that are just really fun to explore and play and you know they they don't they're all on a different platform than the other two and it allows for them to compete and i think that's that's a great thing uh because like personally for me like pokemon um, is one of my is, favorite games of all as time. As is many, yeah. It looks I terrible. Mean... It looks terrible. <laughs> like, no joke. Um, or all jokes aside, it, 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 I mean, straight up, people can pick out trees that they copied and pasted around the world. Yeah. That's how mean... bad it is. Um, uh, but the game... And the uh, Pokemon itself, all the nostalgia, all that stuff, it works. Totally. And it, it's fun. And I feel like people are too critical about the graphic thing and all that stuff. And not to go into like a whole discussion about that, because um, we were just talking about them making a new Switch. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we get a big reveal on, on it soon. Um, I was just saying, like they, they do exist on a exactly. different plateau. And that's where that competition comes from, because uh, it's not competing to be better; it's competing to just exist or coexist with those other two consoles.
1: I do, <laughs> I do want to say in terms of Excuse graphics, me. obviously, like we can push aside all the Nintendo first-party games because they have their own style, but then you get games like Mortal Kombat and like The Witcher Three being on Switch. There definitely is a drop-off there that. Hopefully, this new Switch will address because, you know, if you can only uh, limit yourself to one console and you decide to go for the Switch, but, you know, you still want to play Mortal Kombat and you're given that option, it's it can be disheartening to realize that you are getting for, I mean, to put it bluntly, an inferior version. So,
0: yeah. I have, we have Mortal Kombat Eleven, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I bought that on the Switch, and you cannot play it handheld. Like it is laggy. It looks terrible. Like honestly, on some maps, like mm-hmm. the characters just blend in with the with the background, and it's really hard to see what's going on at some points. Like it, it's terrible. um on the TV because um, I don't know if you know this about switches. They like reduce performance whether in handheld. Yeah, right, I figured. And then it it, it takes away those uh, blocks or you know it just it lets it use all of its power or whatever uh, when you put it in the dock to use it on the TV. It looks a lot better there. Like it still sometimes runs like garbage, but. Uh, they definitely, I I enjoy their push for AAA games, because I know, like, Bethesda is doing a lot with them now, Um, and other mm-hmm. hybrid platforms and stuff like that, but, um, it, it's definitely, I hope this new Switch is able to handle it better.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. I think, no matter where you game, nobody wants to, um... Feel like they are playing on an, I guess, outdated console. Yeah. So, this push to have a new Switch or a upgraded Switch or a Switch Pro, as you put it, you know, it's definitely a good idea. I mean, if if the PlayStation, if PlayStation and Xbox can release, you know, the PlayStation Pro and the uh, Xbox One S slash X, you know why can't Nintendo?
0: Yeah. Uh, This is the one thing I want to say, though, just to round this out. Please don't make this Switch and then make a 3D Switch. I I swear. Because, like, they're following the same kind of path as they did with the DS. So they had the DS, and then I think it was called the SL, and it was smaller right and they did that with the with the switch, they Ooh, had switch light. the switch which is like the ds and then they made the switch light which is smaller more handheld mm-hmm. easier portable etcetera et cetera. and it's these colorful you know special things and it's like okay now they're making the switch pro if that's what they call it which is going to be bigger which is the ds xl which is what they did after so then the next step would be the 3D, and I swear, they would mess up the Switch if they do that.
1: Personally, like, please. Personally, (laughs) as someone who doesn't really follow a whole lot of Nintendo stuff, I kind of feel like that's not the direction they're going to head. I think the the 3DS was definitely a product of its era, because if you think back to that time, that was the time of, oh, we're going to be releasing a bunch of movies in 3D. Here's Jurassic Park 3D, Titanic 3D, here's the Phantom Menace 3D. Uh, oh, you want a 3D TV? Heck yeah, we got 3D TVs. So it was definitely like a weird time uh, where just everything was 3D. I think that kind of follows on the heels of Avatar because that was that movie in 3D. That was a, that movie kind of. I I don't want to say it pioneered 3D, but it definitely innovated the way people see it
2: yeah
0: yeah I, I, I can see that mm-hmm. point there um, it's just with the path that they're on we just don't want right, to make right. that step which is where I was going with that I totally agree with what you were saying
4: so oh,
1: guess um, someone else to say no, okay. ahead. So do we want to no. move on to Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um so let's talk let's talk no spoilers right now, just general impressions of the episode, uh, what we thought the plot was, where this might be heading. Or actually let's hold the where it might be heading. Let's save that for spoilers. Um not that there is a whole lot to spoil in this episode, but obviously people might be behind. We want to give everyone a chance to see everything.
2: So, Rantes, you want to go?
4: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, uh, where do you want me to start off at, for one?
2: Just your thoughts on...
1: Yeah, you experience. just want to give your Just thoughts. my, just my general thoughts on... Spoilers no spoilers, here. obviously.
4: Yeah. Um. Well, for a first episode, I thought it did pretty good. Um, it established, um, you know, um, you know, Bucky's um, issue with being, you know, Winter Soldier and how he's gonna, you know, portray his image to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he's he's um, he's uh, he's very uh, he's he's trying to be very introverted, and so being him extroverted makes him very uncomfortable, as you can tell. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh he's avoiding he's avoiding Sam's calls, right? Or is Sam avoiding Bucky's? I think it's it's a, I yeah, know it was, yeah. it was
1: Bucky avoiding yeah. Sam, which I want to I want to talk upon that more later, but mm-hmm. keep going.
4: So yeah, we got we got that going on uh uh Sam uh, actually yeah, it's so Sam we see Sam with his... uh oh no, it's a is that a spoiler? Like, at the intro scene where he's uh, flying. Can I talk about that? Because I thought that was... Uh,
1: well, let's save that. Let's just You can talk generalities, but getting into specifics, oh, I would say okay. for spoilers, yeah. Yeah,
4: that's... Okay. Um, I don't know. Um, it seems like the, the hero... Uh, uh, okay, yeah, the hero life is suiting Sam very well.
1: Oh, yeah, I totally agree. This yeah. is.
4: I think that's. You're seeing polar opposites with Sam and then Bucky because Bucky, right. he's not seen as a hero because I think people are starting to remember hey, this is the Winter Soldier. We need to watch out for this guy. And we don't know if he can be trusted. So I um, think. It, okay, yeah.
1: I, I don't think people are necessarily. Rem- like actively like remembering that just based off what we've seen in this first episode mm-hmm. i just think that it's like it's one of those thoughts in the back of people's heads where like people are aware of this person because black widow released all those secrets of hydra right so the general public definitely knows just Everything about the Winter
4: Soldier. And yeah,
1: also so... too. Yeah,
4: also too about Bucky, like how long is he going to have the gloves on? Like how long is he going to mm-hmm. keep his secret? Right. Because it's not like when he was on his date and then she was asking some questions and then, you know, like when is the truth, when does the truth come out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What else? Um... Ooh. That's, that's I yeah. I think that's that's well. that's anyway, pretty much yeah. that
0: conversation. That's a that's a very mm-hmm.
4: yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I, I want to go into you know uh, Sam's sister and her issues, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that, I, I don't know if that will be a spoiler. I think I think she shows up in one of the trailers. We'll, we'll save. Okay. Well, so no, I I'm think... like talking about like her her main issue
1: well yeah i meant like just kind of mention i know like some people out there have like really harped on some people like mentioning sam's sisters being a spoiler i'm pretty sure she's been in like some of the like smaller yeah. like tv trailers D-ish. right so i i don't think that's really her in the show it's not a spoiler but let's save what happens yeah, with her so far.
4: Well, I yeah, I don't spoilers. have yeah, I don't have like a generalization about her yet. She's just mm-hmm. you know there, and you know she's got this issue that she's got to deal with, right? And Sam's involved, and you, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, well, we just got to see how her character, you know, uh, in unveils. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Casey, thoughts.
2: Uh, all of my thoughts contain spoilers. So I okay, I <laughs> okay, okay. That.
4: Yeah, I'm really <laughs> trying my best not to say any spoilers. Yeah, I mean, so this yeah, is,
1: I, this is,
4: I think this is all I can say
1: right now. I, I agree. It is. It is definitely maybe a little bit difficult to keep it, it to no spoilers right. just because of how short the episode is, right. and yeah. we don't exactly know where the story is going yet. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to determine what is and isn't going to end up being like a
4: big spoiler. Oh, and we. Nope, oh, nope,
2: no, never
0: mind. No, please. I don't know if you heard that. You made me laugh so hard. Or anything <laughs> uh, no, we didn't hear it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, well, seeing as most of uh, most of our opinions contain spoilers, yeah. and I feel like now would be a good time to transition over yep. to
1: okay. spoiler opinion. Yep. Okay, so everyone marking right here, this is spoilers. So if you do not want to hear anything else about Falcon Winter Soldier Episode 1, please skip ahead or just stop watching altogether. We do not want this spoiled for anyone. We definitely want you guys to experience this firsthand. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, uh, I want to circle back around to uh, <laughs> to uh, what the therapist said about Bucky avoiding <sighs> Sam's calls and texts. Yeah. I think that is very interesting because like, at the start of the episode, it is very clear that Sam and Bucky are in two different worlds. They, are leading, they are leading different lives. So I was like, how the heck do they get together? How, well, how yeah, do they not seem up?
4: Yeah, it doesn't seem like Bucky's an Avenger. Yeah,
1: and, yeah, which I thought it was interesting that Sam is actively trying to reach out to him. And I think that's really interesting because what we've seen from... Uh, you know civil war eh, well yeah just civil war and i guess winter soldier too but they don't really interact a whole lot outside of shooting at each other they they don't really i don't really get the sense that they're necessarily friends and even from the trailers there's obviously the buddy cop feel but i think it's i think it's really interesting that you know oh i just thought of this sam in winter soldier was running the um retired military PTSD seminars and whatnot so hmm. of course he'd be trying to reach out to bucky all hmm. right that right. oh man i just thought wow that makes total sense
4: so you think like yeah. bucky's going to like like sit down and like a Group talk or something like that,
1: or? N- no. I don't think I don't think that. I just think oh. Sam's trying to reach out and try to gotcha. be a friend because oh, he's- obviously they're both they they maybe aren't necessarily friends with each other, but they're both friends with with Steve, mm-hmm. and
0: yeah, say, and like
1: while curse. they may not be like friends, they aren't. They yeah. most certainly are not enemies. Yeah, and Sam definitely yeah. has that role of trying to
4: help others and yeah like they they respect each other Mm -hmm. yeah
2: also not to mention that steve was pretty much bucky's only friend i mean
1: oh yeah mm -hmm.
2: as steve said in one of the movies i think it was a winter soldier it's hard to find someone with shared life experience they were both (laughs) hundreds of years old
1: so i think i think that was civil war
2: civil oh wasn't oh yeah
1: because that's yeah, because that's when they're yeah. they are exiting the Quinjet to go confront uh, Zemo. Nope. Um, yeah. Speaking of Steve, I get this has been brought up a lot, so and I would tend to agree that the the general public assumes that Steve is dead, but I don't think he's actually dead. I think he's still alive, living his old man life wherever he is.
2: Hmm. It's possible.
0: A lot of people are talking about how he's chilling with the... Um... He's chilling on a spaceship. Oh, I feel uh, like Nick that's Fury. far-fetched.
1: Yeah, I don't oh. think... I
0: <laughs> yeah, Nick don't Fury, think that's, that's very
1: headed. But, I mean, also, in Endgame, you get, like, that close-up of his eye when they go through, like, warp space right and bro he's just literally seeing a whole nother world so i mean i could i can see old man steve being like hey space is pretty tight let's let's go explore that or he's probably in a retirement home i don't think he'd be in a retirement home the
2: general public thinks he's dead i don't think they would put him in a retirement home yeah no i think probably the guardians
1: he yeah, and, and plus he <laughs> I think I don't think if you're if you're like the Avenger, like the Avenger. <laughs> I need a I don't, home. No, no. I don't think SHIELD or I guess it's not SHIELD anymore, like whoever is running things now, I don't think they're gonna stick Steve in a retirement home <laughs> be like <laughs> you're old and no longer useful. <laughs> I don't know, I, who knows. Well, I mean that's put. kind oh, of man. what
4: they have established in the show though. Is that they need another Captain America.
1: Well, yeah, they do need another yeah. Captain America. They didn't stick Steve in a retirement home.
4: Well, yeah, I know, but... I mean, Loki put Odin oh in a retirement same.
1: home. So. Right, but that was a trick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: I have a quick question, though, to bring up. Do we really think
4: that the general public thinks he's I kind of think he is. I I
0: don't think they have that service. I think the
1: way that Sam was talking at the Smithsonian like during his speech, like handing over the shield. Emotional. I think that was definitely like a not necessarily memorial service, but like we already know that Captain America had a exhibit at the, uh, Smithsonian. We saw that in winter soldier. So I, I think there would, there's definitely like a particular reason as to why, um, they would have like this whole big ceremony for displaying cap shield. I think, I think the general public does think he's dead because even in, in, um, far from home, very first scene it's you know it's like remembering the fallen and you know flashes through stock photo, like stock photos and grainy <laughs> images of of <laughs> tony stark and and black widow and vision and captain america so i yeah, think visions i think still had the watermark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah for tony stark it was just a magazine cover right so i think it is entirely possible that the general public thinks cap is dead
0: my only argument against it is, obviously, the people don't know that he went back and he stayed back, and he wasn't Captain America anymore. And when we see him again at the end of Endgame, essentially, that's saying Captain America is dead. But well, Steve yeah, is.
1: that I think I, I would agree with that.
0: So I, I just want to know if if it's a memorial or just a service, not necessarily a memorial, for Captain America, or is it referring to Steve? I know he says Steve, but is it really he's dead and we are honoring him, or is it Captain America's dead? Steve is okay somewhere else, but we need a new Captain America. I think America Captain
2: it is dead. more for Steve. Ah, uh, the way Sam was talking is sounded more directed towards Steve Rogers as a person, less so Captain America. And also, I wouldn't really say Captain America is dead, seeing as he passed the shield on to Sam to keep the legacy of Captain America alive.
4: Right, which he doesn't. Which is, you I know, have. it's actually I find like I find that it kind of confusing that you know, like, um. Shall I say uh, committee doesn't, you know, claim Sam as the new Captain America and instead it's just this new guy?
2: He chose
1: I not mean, they,
4: Well, to. yeah, yeah, Sam oh, Sam. Chose actively oh, okay.
1: chose not to be Captain America because he's like... Oh, he did not like, like he's
4: worthy of it or...
1: Yeah, because oh. he said... Got gotcha. you. know, because he he reminisced on the end of Endgame, where he's where Cap's like, where <laughs> Sam's like, it feels like it belongs to someone else, and Steve's like, it no, doesn't, no, no. and then but Sam at the, you know, when presenting the shield, he he recounts that and and says that you know that yeah, it did it does belong to someone else. It belongs to Steve Rogers. Uh, And so he didn't feel that he's worthy. But I mean, we've we've seen the trailers.
4: Yeah, it's yeah. We've seen
1: yeah. We've seen in the trailers that Sam gets it back at some point. We don't know how late in the game that is, and we don't really know how. So I'm excited to see that. Um, but speaking of having to get Cap shield back, U.S. agent. Not being called U.S. Agent, it kind of seems like they're just calling him Captain America.
2: uh, I feel like eventually it'll evolve into U.S. Agent.
1: Yeah, I think they'll probably, yeah.
2: Probably not. He'll probably not be called U.S. Agent by the government and the Mm -hmm. public, uh, but more by Sam and Bucky. Right. I feel like they'll refuse to call him Captain America. Well
4: do we think? like I'm confused, like how I mean I'll clear I, I mean, say? we clearly don't know that this guy is like he doesn't have a super soldier serum, but I mean he's just you know, he's he's kinda of, he looks like a vigilante though. Like this guy really doesn't look like a protector.
1: Well that's that's yeah, kinda of the, the point of the yeah. character that he's an imposter. Right. Um and that he's kind of unhinged. He's not exactly as, he's not
4: taking this serious.
1: Yeah. Well, no, he's it he's taking like it ours. too
4: far. Oh, is okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Like it's uh, like you think it's I, like it's like it's not. He uh, thinks it's a good time to take up the mantle, or
2: no. The point no, of no. U.S. agent is pretty much to play a Homelander type vibe.
4: Right, gotcha. the boys. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, heroes. But
1: definitely, compared to Homelander, definitely toned down by like seven notches. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same idea. Where he has this really nice exterior. He's he's a symbol of hope in the world, but deep down, really behind cameras, he's a dick. He's not a good person. Yeah, we'll see if that's what happens in the comics we'll see if that's what happens in the show we haven't really seen much of him in the trailers and from this first episode we did not see a lot of him to make a decision but what we did yeah. see of him his costume aside from the helmet I really liked it I really like his outfit I think they did a really good job with it and my only complaint with the helmet is that his ears look really weird <laughs> 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 That's 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 kind of that they're
4: even pointy. They just they just stick out.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. It looks kind of weird. I mean, that's that's kind of. I I I think the design of U.S. Agent looks really good.
2: Going back to what Andrew said earlier about uh, Bucky and Sam like coming together. uh, Obviously, they're both like feeling two completely different ways, but I feel like they'll come together. Because they both know, he is not right to wield that shield. It should be Sam, or Bucky. And my I, theory on why Bucky is ignoring Sam's calls is because deep down, he's a little—he's a little jealous that uh, Sam got the shield. Uh, we see in Endgame how he tells Sam to go ahead and grab it, but yeah. there's a scene in the trailers where he catches the shield and he looks at Sam like, "Yo." that's how you're supposed to do it. So I feel like, deep down...
4: Yeah, I I think think Captain America, he's already established that Bucky can't be the new Captain America because of... um, Because he is... Because of his uh, past life as the Winter Soldier. Because anybody could say the... uh, um, Could say the words, and then now he's Winter Soldier.
1: No, because Shuri de programmed his brain, unprogrammed, removed the the keywords. So he 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 can't yeah, yeah. Sherry Sherry did that between Civil War and the end credit scenes of Black Panther. So I guess it took like a week. (laughs)
3: Um
1: (sighs) didn't know that. Okay. So yeah, so and I I disagree with Bucky being jealous yeah, because we we in this episode, he's talking to the therapist and he's like, you know I I liked it back in Wakanda. There was no there was no fight. I was mm-hmm. just I was just chilling in a hut, throwing some hay." Well, you he said he had
4: no nightmares. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he didn't have. Yeah, I forgot about peace, that.
4: So <sighs> I don't think he's jealous of. Yeah, he just Sam. wants. to I think he. I yeah, I don't think it's that, yeah. He doesn't want to be Captain America because I think it maybe puts too much responsibility on him. And he just wants to, you know, relax. And yeah,
2: that's, that's why he told Sam to take it because he yeah. just wanted to chill back. Yeah, I and, think, yeah, jealousy is. on the beach. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's I wanna, not jealous
1: at all. I want to point out a parallel between Steve and uh, Bucky. Both of them have lists, but they are wildly different lists. hmm Steve's is trying to catch up on history, and Bucky's is trying to make amends with history. I, <laughs> yeah. I, when you realize that the elderly man he's hanging out with oh, is yeah. the father of someone he ultimately unnecessarily killed, yeah,
4: that's like, oof. i yeah. When I watch it, I was like, you know, like um, how it start. Did it start off as uh, Winter Soldier coming in and, like, killing the, the uh, like, the? Or was he killed, like, two people? Okay. Yeah, that so, was yeah. Like the, that was so, the yeah. scene like after talking all the, the Falcons. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even realize, like, I didn't, like, click to me. Like, when he was talking to uh, the old guy, and then the old guy was talking about how his son died, and then he doesn't know why. I didn't even get that right away, like, oh, that was Winter Soldier. I didn't get that until Bucky went to the door, and then he uh, the, uh, the old guy opened the door, and then I saw the picture... Of his son, I'm like, oh
2: man! It took you that long.
4: Yeah, yeah I, did. I didn't, I definitely
1: didn't figure it out right away, but yeah. I think I got it like before the date scene.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, which, I like which, bro, it, I thought,
4: yeah, I liked it, it like that. Too, I feel like you
2: know, it was thrown at your too. face, like after they showed that first, and then showed the dude saying he doesn't know how his son died, like he yeah. was working. It wasn't, the, yeah, but it overseas that or whatever.
1: Speaking of that date, how, how? what are the odds of her hitting on like the three trigger points? For <laughs> yeah. The Winter Soldier, like, like, every topic. bro, back to back to back. Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> I mean, she was getting really personal, too. Like, are you close with your parents? What's with the gloves? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it was, yeah. what's your age? What's the gloves? And are you close with your parents? And I want to say. I think it's super, super cool. Or thinking about it, like it's also super weird that he responds honestly. Yeah, he doesn't.
1: Yeah. He doesn't about the age. He doesn't lie, but doesn't tell the truth. Like he yeah. kind of. Yeah, I like mean, a, for obviously age, he's like, "Yeah, I'm a hundred and twenty or whatever." <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's that. Oh, oh,
2: this glove? He goes a on hundred
1: and six, on. and
0: she laughs
2: about. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. he. He tells the truth on the age, and then the other, like he tells the truth about his parents, and then with the with the gloves, he kind of yeah he lies. I, he says, "Well, no, no." He says, "He says for the gloves, he has low circulation in oh. his hands." So <laughs> even that isn't a lie. Yeah. No. That's
4: just until summer comes around. Not then, telling the truth. Yeah, I I think she took it as a joke when he said well, he was one hundred and twenty something years well, old. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, yeah, yeah.
4: I thought, like, well, I people like, say like, he, like. Hold on, sorry. Uh, like, think... a, like uh, a minute before uh, what you're saying, I thought you were like getting at to where uh, the bartender was some kind of shield spy with the questions. But I don't think. I don't no, think so. No. no. Yeah. No.
0: Okay. I was gonna say though about those questions. I think. He wanted to be honest, and he was taken aback by her thinking the 106. Oh, okay. He says okay. 106. Um, I think he was taken aback that she laughed about. Really? Him. And that's yeah. when he realized, oh, well, I guess I can't really be I, honest.
1: I mean, maybe, but also... I don't think like, is this
4: physical, like his social interaction, maybe. Like, he doesn't know how to respond to that.
1: I mean... Imagine you're in their shoes. You're you're talking with someone who looks to be mid 30s, early 40s and they say, "Yeah, I'm 106 years old." You're going to think they're just joking. You're not going to go, "Oh yeah, this this young person is definitely <laughs> one yeah. of the oldest people alive." Like you just, like, like
4: you just met him and then you just you didn't take his word for it. Yeah, no. So, I think
0: Yeah, but everybody else he interacts with are people who know the truth about him at the same time.
4: Well, it sounds like he's known the old guy for quite some time. Other than
0: the old guy.
4: (laughs) Longer than the bartender.
0: So, am
2: I the only one that when the bartender was first shown, I could have sworn that was the lady that recruited Scott Lang in the first Ant-Man that was sent by Sam? i could have sworn that was i
1: better. i definitely didn't think that at the time but looking back i mean i'll have to go back and watch ant-man and compare but they definitely look similar enough but i don't think they're the same character i i don't think i don't this this look this isn't WandaVision. i there isn't gonna be like oh is this character so- and so and and whatnot yeah. i think it's i think it's just straight up what you see is what it is i yeah. don't think there's any underlying surprise villain i think it's going to be just very straightforward you
2: myth is still confirmed <laughs> yeah i looked up the cast it it wasn't her but uh, it, it looked like her for a second yeah uh, also when he i forgot what he went to the old guy's door for but <gasps> when he opened up the door and he saw the picture of the kid that he killed. You remember yeah. in Civil War when Iron Man's like, "Do you even remember them?" And he said, "I remember." Yeah, he says, "I remember them all." Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: we, he, we, he, the reason he was going to the old man was he was gonna he was gonna tell him he was gonna come clean. Oh, yeah.
2: that's right. Um, I feel like we're gonna see a lot of flashbacks from the Winter Soldier's past and him dealing yep. with it. I feel like that's gonna mm-hmm. be Bucky's whole story arc yeah. besides helping Sam get the shield back from US agent but I thought that was cool I remember
0: I also want to ask a question do you guys think that I know we have this plot line with uh Sam and his sister we have the plot line with Bucky we have this plot line with the US agent what about oh, the, yeah. the bank robbery Mm-hmm. So, that I've,
1: I've heard a few theories. S- some people have said that the the masked guy, Ren, I believe they call him, that Torres chases after, you know, the one that kicks the security guard like 20 feet through the air. Mm-hmm. Some people have said that
0: yeah. either
1: he's, he's hopped up on some winter soldier serum or he's an inhuman. I think of those two, the Winter Soldier Serum is more likely. But I think there's something else at play here.
2: Uh,
1: I don't And think... also just based off the trailers, I guess super spoiler here, that guy is not the leader of that group. The okay. one that was handing out the masks, she's the leader.
2: Yeah, she was the one that was shown in the trailer. Uh-huh. Um, um, I don't think it's either. I, I mean... Like you said, the Super Soldier Serum, uh, or the Winter Soldier Serum, sorry, uh, would be more, like, would make more sense. But Mm -hmm. I don't feel like Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the place to introduce Inhumans.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently the Inhuman show wasn't exactly the place to introduce them either. What what Inhuman show? Look, everyone knows that the only uh, incarnation of the Inhumans is on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Exactly. That's
2: it. Exactly. There is no inhuman show. That show doesn't exist. Just like the lantern movie.
1: I, I do. I do want to say, when Torres ran up to that guy to like arrest him, I was thinking, "What are you doing? <laughs> you just, you just watch this man kick another dude twenty yeah. feet away. What are you
2: doing?"
4: Yeah, we were like, oh, just, "I'm gonna have to put you under arrest." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, that's gonna dude go What do you think he, was gonna happen? He just watched, watched kick someone. This-
2: yeah, field goal kick a whole dude, thirty <laughs> A feet pretty big a dude, hole, actually. I mean, not as big a pistol. I don't. Yeah.
1: I don't want to infer too much, but I know that that character in the comics does become Falcon, uh, when Sam takes over as Captain America. So maybe that's getting set up, like him. Like he obviously wants to do more, but. And look, it, look, this first episode, he was definitely just freaking Falcon's hype man. Yeah. Like, he's just on the ground, like, going, yeah. Oh, like, that,
4: that scene was pretty cool. I like oh, that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The CG. The, yeah. When, once again, Marvel, <laughs> Marvel proves again that yeah. these shows are just mm-hmm. six-part movies. They have the same budget, which lends to the eight minutes of credits.
4: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know I don't know what the the guy that um uh he had like the 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 red uh short sleeve jacket or whatever in his hair he had like a buzz cut. But he, when he was in the helicopter and said uh Oh um, that he was... said some guy's name is like, Oh, is he here? And then Falcon says what's up and then he starts beating people up on the
1: fire. that yeah, that was That was um Batrock the Leaper. Okay. He's at he's at the start of Winter right. Soldier. He's the guy that oh, that was leading okay. that operation on the um Yeah. Um, whatever that ship was, something star. Yeah,
4: I mean, bro, they got on their wingsuits, Valerian. Star. They, yeah, they, they yeah, jumped, there it is. Yeah. yeah, I don't get it. Like they jumped out of their wingsuits. I'm like, um, okay.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, let, <laughs> let, I mean, let's be let's be real. Someone with superhero, uh, flight suit, they're they're not gonna stand a chance against just a wingsuit. But yeah. you know what? Regardless, it made for a pretty cool action yeah. scene. Yeah. Um Falcon just murders those guys yeah, like unapologetically. Does. Like those like those two helicopters yeah. just gone. <sighs> he he just flies down and yanks one of the dudes he in the wingsuit one... <laughs> into a into <laughs> the side of a rock. Like, <laughs> I, was like, like I was like, okay. And then he falls. I'm like, yeah, um,
4: that's a that's a couple two hundred feet. Yeah.
1: Dude, to be to be fair though, I mean there's a precedent. I mean, in, in endgame, he just freaking rammed yeah. one of those giant chitari uh, gorillas. Though. Um, okay, fair enough. I guess yeah. it is an alien, which is why uh, Spider-Man had no problem activating instant kill. Right. Yeah.
2: So I guess so, Falcon is just straight up murking people now. Yeah. I mean, I mean,
1: look. I mean, all the all the heroes <laughs> haven't exactly like had a like. I think uh. one of the big differences between Marvel and DC is a lot of the DC heroes have like a we're not going to kill anyone, code like Batman <laughs> and Flash yeah. and whatnot. They they uh, in most. Incarnations don't typically kill people, but on Marvel, on Marvel's end, if they don't kill someone, it's for a very specific reason. Especially in the MCU, yeah, unless it's Spider Man, he doesn't kill in general. Oh yeah, Spider Man just, just Period. Yeah, just doesn't really kill. I think for the most part, most of the younger Avengers just don't kill anyone. I, bills will. I, <laughs> I think. I think we'll see a change in that for like. Kate Bishop, and, uh, uh, I don't know who else. So, Falcon and his soldier. I wanted
0: to ask really quick, were you talking about...
1: No, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Were you talking about Zemo? We have not,
1: because there hasn't really been anything to talk about with Mm -hmm. him yet, aside just from speculation.
0: There's speculation, yeah, that he's coming back mm-hmm. and that he's going to be wearing the purple mm-hmm. mask. The purple mask probably. would look
2: so much better. With, um, with know, lenses? Yellow lenses, yep. I,
1: like, it doesn't even have to be, like, yellow lenses, it's just even clear lenses, mm-hmm. I think it's really weird that it's just... It looks like a leather mask, really. hmm I don't know.
0: Do you think also, sorry, do you think hmm? Well, we
1: know she comes back because she's in the she's in the trailers.
0: She's, she's in. Movie she's movie in two movie? of the trailers.
2: Okay. Yeah. I can't remember. I feel really like. Far. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think Zemo and Agent Thirteen, for Sharon Sharon Carter. I feel like mm-hmm. Zemo and Sharon Carter are going to come back in the same episode.
1: Oh yeah, I think. Yeah, it totally makes sense that. Okay, so if I were to speculate, here's here's what I think is going to happen. The announcement of U.S. Agent coming back sparks um, Zemo to realize that his plan completely backfired. The government are now creating their own superheroes. Mm -hmm. So he's like, okay, well, I tried to do this subtly. Now we got to freaking turn it up to 11. And I think during that time, uh, Sharon Carter had been tracking him like, that kind of seems like a logical progression because yeah. she went, she went rogue from the CIA or FBI, whichever she was. At. I think it was CIA. Uh, so I, she was likely doing her own investigating and trying to find Zemo. And yeah. so I think us agent is kind of what brings everyone together. Yeah. If, if I were to take a guess.
2: Yeah. And I thought about this after the first episode, I want to know what you guys think. Uh, how do you feel about U.S. agent being in control of that little group with the masks? I forgot what they were called. But...
1: Well, uh, I think they called themselves the Flag, Flag Smashers. Smashers.
2: The Flag Smashers. Um, I don't remember yeah. that being said, but yeah. Sounds I
1: We'll have to see it.
0: Well, I know we talked about, I think her name is Erin Kellyman. Oh, yeah, the. We were talking about her being the one who. She was passing uh-huh. out the mask being the one who's mm-hmm. head honcho there. But. That will be a very. See, um, to say the least. Well, here's my. I, here's my reason. I like, He's. Okay, go ahead.
2: He's Captain America now, right? So he has power. Right. The government made him the new Captain America. So. He probably feels like he can get away with anything. So to the public he's a hero, then on the side he leads this whole operation that this group that thinks life was better during the what did they call it in for from the blitz. Are you
4: are you trying to say like he's trying to like reestablish Hydra or No No, I'm saying he's
2: trying to like create a new world order or something. I don't know. Like
4: Like I like create a, like a create like a corrupt kind of group I think
1: I think that's an interesting theory but I don't really see it playing out cuz it seems like the flag smashers and US agent would be diametrically opposed right. on everything cuz the flag the flag smashers they They don't want there to be nations, like individual nations. They just kind of want it to be just Earth. And so I think that the Flag Smashers would have a genuine problem with a superhero that is just the hype man for America. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I guess it's possible, but I think more realistically... Fly, uh, U.S. agent is going to be sent after the flag smashers to stop them.
4: And then I'm going to assume Falcon or Bucky and Falcon have to save them.
2: No, I wouldn't say they had. They're trying to save the flag smashers. I think they're just trying. No, to not the, the
4: not thing. save the flag smashers. U.S. agent. If he gets captured or he gets hurt by the flag save. smashers.
2: I mean, yeah, I guess yeah. if he has the shield and he gets captured, dude.
4: Well, he doesn't know how to use
1: the shield. It's a shield. Well, we don't necessarily know that. A she? you I mean... U.S.
4: agent's a she?
2: No, it's a no, I said, said it's that's a shield. shield.
4: He said shield. Oh, shield, yeah.
2: I mean, it could um, be. Who knows?
4: No, i, I'm I mean saying look, that U.S. Oh, agent look. doesn't have <laughs> training or doesn't know how to use the shield properly.
1: Well, neither did Bucky. But we see him use it like multiple times in Winter Soldier and Civil War. Yeah. Yeah, but so, they just gave the, just gave look, the shield to this guy. It's a shield, it's pretty okay, straightforward. Okay, Ultron literally describes it as quote a glorified frisbee. I I don't think it's too difficult to but he's, use. He's and it's 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 vibranium, it. so it is inherently different. You know, like we see We see Happy try to throw a shield, but that's like just a freaking iron shield. Like that's, that's
4: ancient. Still, I just don't see U.S. Agent being a hero. Like he's not a hero. Well, no, I just don't. That's the point of the character. I don't just see him trying to like respond to the flag smashers, and then he's somehow, (sighs) I you know don't
1: yeah, I don't think he has a choice. I think I think it's another one of those Sokovia Court situations where the government is telling him to go. US Agent does not have a I don't we obviously have not seen enough of him to make this decision, but I don't think that US Agent has the autonomy to choose his own missions. I think he's going to be told by the government what to do.
2: Yeah. There is a video of the set that was released a while back of him and a mall. Like just punching someone on the ground. So maybe we'll have to see. maybe they send him after the flag smashes and he's just mercilessly beating them while they're down and the public sees it. They realize, yo, this guy's not really hero material. Maybe that's so, it's it exposed.
1: So we're kinda we're kind of veering into speculation here, so let's Let's ring it in, let's let's kind of close this down. Just based off this first episode, uh, I'm thinking that this is definitely a return to form for Marvel. WandaVision was the really fun experimental stuff that was something different. And uh, yep, down uh, but this charters. is definitely a return to form and I'm excited to see where this leads.
2: Yeah, agree. I mean, that's that a pretty amazing start to the series. I'll mm-hmm. say. Uh,
1: so Snyder cut. That was pretty,
4: pretty. Uh, I <laughs> I, love, <laughs> no, I I don't know like about some people, but I'm gonna just gonna say I love the gore. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: I think at I times think the best word,
4: creative.
1: I think at times it may not have been the most necessary. Like I don't think it was absolutely necessary. Hold on, let's let structure let's structure this conversation a little bit more. Let's just uh, unfortunately, Brandon, you haven't seen it, so you can't really give an opinion on this. You but maybe a- you'll want to you'll want to chime yeah, in here that and that there. Week. But But from the three of us who who have seen it, from the three of us who have seen it, let's let's just um, go over uh, what we thought overall. What whether this was good, bad, whatnot, Um, just general, and then we'll get into specifics. We'll uh, we'll circle back to the to the gore. You can't you you cannot laugh every time I say circle. (laughs) Um.
4: Um my generalization <laughs> of this movie um Oh my oh man uh us uh, let's, let's start off with um somewhat of an origin story from uh actually not somewhat actually yeah. a, a really good origin story from Cyborg uh uh yeah pretty good i liked it uh Flash um yeah uh, I don't oh no, I think we we're, we're seeing more of his like uh, immature side. Uh, yeah I, re- I really don't know what else to say about flash, but I they showed more flash which, which I like. Um, agreed,
0: agreed. Wonder
4: Woman I mean they, they showed pretty much everyone so mm-hmm. um, yeah um, action scenes. Perfect. Um, I liked it. Stepping. Uh, Steppenwolf. Oh, uh, wait. No. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'll just say uh, that evil guy is uh, looking pretty dope.
2: It's the same villain uh, as the original one.
4: Yeah. Original well, yeah, I know, but you know what I mean. Um, so... Let me, just, let me
1: just give a, for, for the five of you who have not, like, followed this or aware of this, just to give a general rundown. So, back in 2015-2016, uh, uh, Justice League was in production. It was, it was going smooth. And then uh, Zack Snyder and his family, uh, they suffered a family tragedy. Uh, Zack Snyder's daughter, uh, Autumn... I believe her name is, uh, she uh, tragically committed suicide. Jesus. And so Zack Snyder, he he tried to continue with the project, but ultimately it was just too much. So he he had to step back and let someone else take over. And so uh, Warner Bros., uh, they brought in um, Joss Whedon. I'm fair enough assumption to bring him in. He had a ton of success on the first two Avengers movies. You know, he did Buffy. He did. He did uh, Firefly. He did. He did a lot of successful things that people really, really like. So I think, I think bringing him in initially was not a terrible decision. Unfortunately, the way Joss Whedon. Creates his movies and the way Zack Snyder creates his movies are yeah. wildly different. So there were a lot of reshoots, and this resulted in a movie that is tonally disjointed. It there's a lot of shoddy CGI. I think. I mean, how can you not talk about the original Justice League and not talk about Superman's lips? Like, that was, ugh, yeesh. <laughs> Some yeah. scenes look better than others, but, yeah,
4: did not look good. Um, um, One thing that I didn't really understand, and I don't know if it's... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to say, I didn't... I don't... What, what, what was the message behind why it had to be 4-3 four, uh, four, ratio? I think that was kind of dumb. Oh, um...
1: That, it's because they are they wanted to try to because re- it was originally supposed to be shot for like IMAX and whatnot. Okay. So they they tried to work with that and tried to get like the formatting correct, and it just it had to be at that four three ratio to be able to keep its quality. I should say. Um. I don't know about you guys, but after like the first like fifteen minutes, I did not notice the aspect ratio. Yeah, uh, no, I I did. I noticed it right yeah. away. Well, the, as the message well, obviously they, and, yeah. they call it they call attention to it and whatnot. But yeah. I mean, as time went on, I got really invested into the movie and just kind of right, I kind of forgot. Didn't about realize anything. it, but, but I I, but,
4: I was yeah I b- maybe after I'll, part after part one, then that's when I like I was like eh, it's whatever. But
1: I also have the advantage of having a freaking massive TV, so <laughs> yeah. the the yeah. size of the picture did not. Change yeah, you don't too really much. notice it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Joss Whedon had made a ton of changes to Justice League, and the final product, personally, before seeing the Snyder Cut, I did not hate this movie. I thought, okay, it's fine. I still prefer Batman v Superman and Man of Steel. By mm-hmm. it's fine but just more and more stuff kept coming about coming out about just this train wreck of a situation and then the Snyder Cut came out and I can genuinely say that I will never ever be watching the Joss Whedon version again yeah, yeah. it is inferior in almost every way
2: you never realize you never realized how botched the original.
1: Yeah, movies. yeah, yeah. I think that
4: There are, of course, a couple of scenes that doesn't need to be in Zack Snyder, but overall it's oh, yeah. it, it dominates. I, I,
2: that can be said cut. with every movie, though.
4: Yeah, I,
1: right. I think the, this movie definitely did not need to be four hours long, Yeah, but I think given the situation, realistically... It provided I, every little
4: bit of detail yeah, that this like, movie needed.
1: Like, okay, Zack Snyder was given literally a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. This was his moment to show his complete and full vision with no studio interference. And he he took it and ran with it and gave us four hours of pure, uncut Zack Snyder Justice League. And I think that it works. Really yeah. well. There yeah. were certain scenes I would definitely cut, namely one of them being um when Aquaman is leaving that Icelandic town yes. and that lady starts singing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would have cut that. Yeah. I think that, that was in, I, I kinda that was, weird. Yeah, kinda weird. Um I think there's a lot of slow motion that could be sped up at yes. certain points. But other than that, I think for the most I, part I, everything can stay.
4: I still think that they should have fixed. If they... I wish that in Zack Snyder, they fixed Flash's running.
1: I don't know. That's they did. No. Nah. No, they they most certainly did. Because in so in in the Joss Whedon cut, um, he's flailing his arms all over the place, and you still do get some in that. But it's like think, a wet noodle. I think what happened was that because the this because a lot of the running in the Joss Whedon cut is him flailing his arms and you can see that run at the oh and I should probably mention this before going any further we're just going to openly talk about spoilers because for the most part this you've if you saw the Joss Whedon cut you've seen this movie there's a few added things here and there but for the most part where it's just this is all spoilers uh, but anyway, to get back on track, you see him running with his flailing arms like that during the time reversal scene, um, mm-hmm. and I think I I think the reason for that is because with reversing time, I I like to think that in this version, it's it's a struggle to go back in time. We we see we see evidence of this in Batman v Superman and like you know in this like he it looks like he's running slower it looks like he's struggling a little bit more to run when he's going so fast that he's reversing time so I think that that's why he's flailing his arms but anyway to get to hold on to get back I think what happened the Joss Whedon cut is they took that one run animation and just kind of kept reusing it because in the Zack Snyder cut he doesn't run like that very often I think there's like two scenes the during the time reversal and the very last scene we see the flash in well not the very last scene but like when he's running through Central City those are like kind of the only two scenes where he's doing that and the rest of them he's running just normal like in the when they're fighting Superman and when they're in the uh, tunnel, his running looked amazing. Yeah. Just, I really like the Flash in this. He just, he was such a better character than in the Joss Whedon cut.
4: Also, I'm like confused Um, when he, um, oh wait, yeah, oh wait, no, damn it. Well, it's not really a spoiler. Uh, Wonder Woman drops her sword in the tunnel. Flash runs around to give it back to her by touching the tip of it. How does that not cut his, cut his finger?
2: Pretty sure he's um, uh, well, protected by a speed force bubble.
1: Yeah. Kind of. you, so, so you can you can look at this two ways. You can say speed force or fast. Uh, it it's uh, it's a movie. It doesn't really matter.
2: Oh. You're talking about <laughs> a movie where a dude dressed as a bat is going up against an alien, and you're going to question yep. how he can mm-hmm. touch a sword. <sighs> yeah.
1: Uh Just. All the action scenes are so much better, especially <laughs> yeah. like okay, we're like I'm a, I'm gonna be real. The Snyder cut just literally transforms the Flash from the Joss yeah. Whedon cut. Like he's like that no, in, in all
4: the characters.
1: Well, yeah, but I think I, I I think the the Flash and Cyborg are the two characters that are starkly different. Mm, yes. from their Joss Whedon yes. counterparts. Oh we'll talk, we'll, yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. Hold on. We'll we'll talk more about Cyborg in just a minute here. I just want to finish my thought about the Flash. Um, in that tunnel scene where they're rescuing all the hostages and whatnot, when he's fighting that Parademon one on one, that was amazing. Yeah. Because you just because he he, he's running, him. he well yeah. that too. But like yeah. before that, when he's dodging the the blast, mm-hmm. you see him. He's here, then oh the yeah. flash and boom, he's just, he's yeah. up against the wall and oh he's he's dodging backwards and whatnot. And then he pushes him, and it's just yeah. that's that's the kind of flash that we we didn't see in the Joss Whedon cut, and we don't really see in the Flash TV show. Mm-hmm.
4: And like when um when the rebel like when he when all the hostages were outside. And then he sees the, oh, the, and... the debris. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The, so when he says the debris, d- the, when the debris falls on the hostages, you just see all like silhouettes of Flash just mm-hmm. going. Oh, that was pretty cool. I, I yeah, I, that was.
1: I cool. love that. That was just like. Mm-hmm. To to an outside viewer, it looks like just a yeah. bunch of flashes yeah, of lightning for, are first, destroying at, at the. At first,
4: I was like, "What the hell's like? Why? Is, why, is, why is it so blurry?" I was like, "Oh, wait a minute! He's moving so fast because it's so much debris," and it, I thought it was really cool. It looked like at times he was jumping, and then he would yeah. Uh,
1: in uh, in that scene where he goes to save Iris, mm-hmm. I I first of all I love the way. His shoes get destroyed. Yep. That makes so much sense. Yep. But also the way the glass breaks mm-hmm. and it like looks like liquid. That was that was yeah. awesome. Just everything about the flash in this version is just so much better than what we got. Like even even his joke parts, like they may not land all the time, but he's definitely like a funnier i would say like there's no because one uh, one of the things i did not like about the flash and the joss whedon version is like when batman recruits him he goes on like this like 30 second long rant about brunch yeah just
2: it it was so weird you never realize Uh, how much they cut out like all those scenes that didn't need to be cut out
4: so hold on i don't know why it happened but my phone turned off uh and then i had to reconnect but anyways um uh when you were talking about when flash touched the glass and then it kind of like it didn't break until it was like um uh how do i say it like he pushed the glass out yeah it's like is that because if
1: if the glass was water he was breaking the surface tension right
4: like i'm like is that because like because um like, his finger was... Like, his body is, like, so hot because he's moving so fast. Is that why? Because...
1: Uh... I don't think there's any real, like, scientific no? reason behind it. Okay. I think it's just that it looked cool.
4: And it did look cool.
1: Yeah. So, moving on to the <laughs> yeah, did, second I, wait, second character I, wait, I, that I, I, probably changed okay, the no, most, no. Cyborg. Uh Cervantes, you seem real hyped to talk about this. So, you want to take it away?
4: Um... I wouldn't say it. Um, okay. Um. Uh, we can't get into spoilers. No, oh, I, yes, I, we can. Uh, this is all spoilers. Oh, oh cool. Um, hmm. Let's see. Uh. I really liked when, um. Oh, what's his name? Doctor. Doctor Stone. Uh. You know he's he's explaining everything to him when um, Cyborg goes into like his inner conscience. I think that's what it is, and he and he tells him that he's like a quantum computer, and then he tells him that he can like control like 100 nukes or whatever. I guess that's like a uh, a metaphor, like that's how much power he has because he can connect because everything now is electronic, and he can connect to anything. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then he has. And then he goes into like this. Um, um, what is what? What was it? The Lincoln Memorial? I
1: think it's just. Yeah, I, 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 think it, I It's, it's, just, a, it's, it's just, just a. It's just a belt. virtual yeah, bank.
4: It's a virtual. Yeah, it's a virtual bank, and he goes inside of it, and it's just like there's all these networks and its in its his mind, and then he's able to you know uh, find one, and then it's like he creates money. And then, no, no, no. That happens. That happens. We. Bef- uh, that happens after he saw video, uh, yeah, he of, gave... like CCTV of some lady that like got evicted from her apartment or whatever. And then she, mm-hmm. he created money. And then uh, she was trying to get money from the bank, and she only had like twelve dollars or whatever. And then she and gave her a million. Hundred, no, a hundred thousand. A hundred, a hundred thousand. Oh, a hundred thousand. Oh, yeah.
1: So, yeah, and I that the, was- the ATM was like, oh, you've won the Gotham City $100,000 reward. Yeah, here's $100,000.
2: <laughs> That's not a scam like, at all.
1: Yeah, this <laughs> is this isn't, isn't going to make the IRS uh, show up at my doorstep.
2: <laughs> yeah, but when I click ads like that on my computer, I get a virus.
1: <laughs> you got claim yeah. to be- claim. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. <laughs> What
2: about uh, Steppenwolf, though? Oh, my
1: yeah, The um, oh, oh, my was, God. The armor. The iridescent
4: I, color of it. That was amazing. And the, the, I, the way it, so, like, it moves, too. So it kind of mm-hmm. looks like the armor is like sentient. So like when the, that's the Amazonians... That's what I was going to talk
1: oh, okay. So I, I really enjoyed that his... So, like, most armor that you see when it gets like shot or whatever... It just like kinda stops it, but his armor like catches it mm-hmm. and then with the arrows he just like snaps them all off. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's like, like yeah, his his armor that's his cool. armor
4: responds to his body's mm-hmm. Uh, reactions. So if he wants like something to get off of him, and he does it, and his armor will his well, his armor will respond, as we see later on. Then he'll like he'll shoot spine, he'll shoot like the he'll shoot spines out of his uh, armor at like very end. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, that like the, the the extended Amazonian scene, that was really cool. We really saw a lot of uh, yeah when he got um, circled. And it really mm-hmm. did nothing to him. Yeah, I mean, that was... I...
2: Yeah, I was really digging this. Oh, one. my God, wait, wait, Army.
4: One of my favorite parts is that they expanded the... When Darkseid, uh, like, thousands of years ago, Zeus, uh, the Amazonians, uh, Ares, young. Like, yeah, we see Ares, like, really young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Atlanteans, everyone's come to... The, yeah, man. And then to fight Darkseid. And then Darkseid has his staff, and then he slams—he uh, uh, slams the staff down, and then that's the anti-life equation he found it on Earth. Mm-hmm. And you just see him—I mean, he gets absolutely destroyed. Let me—I mean, he kills Lantern. Oh, he, yeah. he kills. i, I don't know what the Green Lantern guys. Um, it's just a Green Lantern. Yeah, a, a Green Lantern. Um, yeah, kind of—you know, cuts his hand off. And, you know, is like okay, whatever. Dude, Zeus comes in. And then, um, Artemis and then, uh, Ares. Oh my god, Ares! So, like, that was so cool when Ares, like, dropped his axe on his, sh- on his shoulder. Oh, uh, like, yeah, I was like, yo, I'm like, and then he's like, oh, and then he gets carried away. I'm like, oh, come on.
1: Obviously, this was filmed before Infinity War, but when that happened, it was I was like, so cool. I- when. When when Ares hit him in the mm-hmm. shoulder, I was like, bro, well, you should have gone for the head. Yes. <laughs> that's that's Axe Hero 101 yeah. right there. Go for I the might head. Right. You
4: were so close, but hey.
1: You gotta oh have a God. villain. It uh, was s- so cool. But speaking of dark side, let's just skip right to the end here. Uh, yeah. Nightmare. Ooh. Yeah. Is that the guy with the white hair? No, no, no. Night- Nightmare being the future. Oh, Night, nightmare yeah. future. That's kind of, yeah. or you can call it the injustice future. That kind of mm. also seems like yeah. a Perfect. little, some inspiration. So Aquaman
4: uh, dies. Yeah. Uh,
1: so Aquaman dies. Wonder Woman dies. Um, Cyborg gets a giant minigun mm-hmm. mounted on the shoulder. Warm. Very, very war machine. Yeah. 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 Uh, Flash gets a new
4: suit. yeah.
1: Yep. Deathstroke pulls a Hawkeye and shaves the <laughs> side of his head. Looks <laughs> kind of weird. Not going to lie. No, and true. then we see the Joker. Mm-hmm. What are you guys'
4: thoughts? i uh, still not a fan. Uh, Casey?
2: I Yeah, I got to go with Anthony on this one. I was expecting more from that scene. Okay. I was really hyped to see the whole... And still the stuff, laugh. But... Yeah, Joker's left. I was laugh. not a fan of no, the left. No, not a fan. Is it is so, just weird?
1: So of the three live-action Jokers being Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix, and Jared Leto, Heath um, Ledger. Uh, Heath Ledger is still For the sure. best, and we're we're not here to debate that. No. Look, um, I have I have been very very open about the fact that I do not in any way at all like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Mm -hmm. Um, so I am very much biased in saying that I do I think from Suicide Squad I wasn't exactly like a fan of Jared Leto's version there was some merit to it that I could see it but there wasn't enough in in this there were parts that I definitely really liked and others that I didn't I really liked that he was kind of like he was messing with Batman despite the fact that they are they appear to be on the same team there's definitely still that Mm -hmm. rivalry there and I love that Joker is still taunting him about killing Robin. Like, yeah, they're, they're supposed to be working together, but you get the sense that just one wrong word and Batman is going to kill kill Joker. him. Yeah. I mean, Batman literally says he says, "I'm gonna kill you." Don't get this wrong. I'm I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Uh, I thought,
4: and I, it was. I mean, yeah, that was kind of cool too. the like Batman was talking about. Uh, did he kill? He killed Harley, right? Uh, no. Oh. I think
1: Harley Quinn just died, oh. and Batman was there. Oh, and he did and, nothing about it. Joker this he was. Well, like, I don't think he did nothing about it. I think it was just that there was nothing that could be
4: done. And it looked I, like, yeah, it did affect Joker, like when Batman did say it. But it oh, looked like he really didn't like he he came he came he came to peace with it. Like he's like, you're really not gonna uh, like affect me with this.
1: Yeah, I think they definitely there's. They definitely acknowledge Birds of Prey and that Harley Quinn and Joker had a falling out because mm. Harley Quinn is like on her, her dying words are like, "Yo, kill the Joker," right? And Batman's like, "Yeah, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> I will. Okay, I, I would. It would be my genuine pleasure. <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow." Uh, but I, I think the laugh is whatever. I think it's really hard to top Heath Ledger's laugh and i i don't you, think there's any yeah, point yeah no, no. uh one thing that i just definitely did not like is that joker's like kind of talking about the back and forth between batman and what they have and batman's like i'm gonna kill you and then he's like if you do that who's gonna be there to give you a reach around and i'm like oh yeah, well, like, yeah. Uh, oh, huh? let's uh, yeah hmm, let's let's <laughs>
4: that's that's a certain type of edgy that just yeah doesn't work yeah you gotta be heath ledger to make an edgy joke like that you can't i no i don't he not even heath ledger could pull that it, off. it just doesn't uh, work.
1: just does not
4: work i don't know yeah, uh, I, don't, I think the heath ledger's joker was a uh, pretty edgy
1: Regardless, I think that nightmare scene is really cool, and that scene was shot brand new for this. Which, so hold on,
4: look, Why look, does Superman kill Aquaman?
1: Superman doesn't kill Aquaman. Dark Side does. Oh, so then we see we see that we we see that when a Cyborg looks into the future, when he sees what what happens when he separates the unity. He, he sees the future. He sees Wonder Woman dying, and he sees that Darkseid attacks Atlantis and
4: kills Aquaman. Wait, yeah, so a Darkseid hit Aquaman with the uh, Omega Beam? Yeah. And then... Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Um, oh. So... So why did... Wait, hold on. Did Mera say that then? Like.
1: No, uh, Mera, I think her actual... I think her word for word was like... I'm. I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill him. He, oh, okay. She didn't say who, but I mean, it's Dark Side.
4: Okay. Yeah. Uh, so why is why why is Superman? Um, why is he against them? <laughs> because it
1: appears as though, based on what Cyborg saw, um, is that either. Darkside kills Lois Lane, or Darkseid tricks Superman into killing Lois Lane.
2: Most likely, who, Second one.
1: who is pregnant?
4: Oh yeah, possibly.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that we, we see we I see a pregnancy really test. Don't so
4: Darkseid tricking Superman to kill Lois Lane. That Joker
2: did it. Yeah, and she was pregnant when he did mm-hmm. so. Oh, that's why. Yeah. He goes mad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, let's start. Let's give our closing thoughts on the first. Uh. Let's give our closing thoughts, and then we'll give our our rating of it because we are kind of running a little bit low on time here. So, okay, for sure. so Brandon, you haven't seen the movie. You want to give us a, a rating based of based off of our ramblings? You want to give us some what your thoughts are?
0: All I want to say. All I want to say is that the movie does sound good. I do plan on watching it, and I think it's going to be yeah. a great mm-hmm. movie. The greatest of okay.
1: all time. Uh, uh, Casey? Uh,
2: it's, I'm torn. There's a lot of stuff I didn't like. There's a lot of stuff I did like. For example, uh, the spikes on Steppenwolf's armor. I feel like it made him ten times cooler as a villain. It's also stuff like that. That's what makes this movie better than the one we saw in 2017. And that's mm-hmm. kind of my official position: is that no matter how you feel about this movie, it's it's undeniably higher quality than Whedon's Justice League. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. So, and greatest of all time. I'll, I'll I'll go with greatest of all time. Uh,
1: so Cervantes?
4: Oh, I forgot we were doing worst of all time or greatest of all time. Um, um, yeah, I guess I, I I'm not, ah, yeah. uh, I don't know if I'm torn. There are certain things I didn't like, and there are certain. I think there are more things that I did like about this movie than things I didn't like. Um, uh, so uh, let's see, uh, Steppenwolf, Flash, Cyborg. Actually, uh, you know, all of them, all the, all the main characters, <clears throat> um, and the gore, uh, greatest of all time.
1: Okay, um, I, uh, there's definitely way more that I liked about this than didn't, just a few things I didn't like that I've already stated. There's a little bit too much slow motion, I think the weird singing stuff with Aquaman mm-hmm. that's kind of weird, um. I think the opening is a little bit weird with Superman screams, but it kind of pays off. Uh, but overall, there's I really like this movie. I like that Cyborg is an actual character that you can relate to and yeah. isn't ironically a robot like in the Joss Whedon version. Like, There's nothing relatable about Victor Stone in the Joss Whedon version and Batman is not cracking one-liners and mm-hmm. and the Flash is, you know, not a freaking coward. He actually has something to do. And I like that the final battle when Superman comes in, it is not just Superman coming in and just taking out Steppen, Steppenwolf by himself. Yeah. It's I mean, still still yeah. the Justice League is working together. They're still fighting together. You get the sense that had superman not shown up they still would have they still would have had this like in the joss whedon version it's like if superman didn't show up they were all gonna die um
4: yeah that final scene where they just "Mm." yeah Yeah, when they got they got them yeah that was
1: and the, the the nightmare scene i i love that I like that that was added specifically for this, and it gives me hope that Warner Brothers will do the right thing and let Zack Snyder continue his vision of this universe. Yeah. So this very easily gets a Best of All Time. And then for me. we had
4: a certain special character uh, reveal himself in this movie well, too,
1: right? You Martian know? Manhunter. That was oh, okay. fun. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Again, we're just doing spoilers. Yeah. It's, it's whatever at this point. I think that's interesting. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see where that goes. I was so,
4: kinda hope I mean I like Martian Manhunter. I think the design of him was great, but I was hoping for Green Lantern on this one.
1: I agree. Like, I, think, I think I think if we saw Green Lantern <laughs> I mean, at the Ryan end,
4: Reynolds, in, Green Lantern, yes. <laughs> I
1: think I think I think Martian Manhunter talking to Lois Lane. I think that that could stay in and then you could do Green Lantern at the end. Mm-hmm. I think there's room for both, but Regardless, I think we're all in agreement here. This movie is best of all time.
4: Yes. So...
0: I do want to mention really quick for those viewers, we should have probably said this at the beginning uh, during your introduction. We don't really want to do a rating system like a 6 out of 10 or a 4 out of 5 or even just say it was good or bad. Um, we think things deserve more than just a thumbs up Uh, but we don't want to be judgmental and say, oh, it gets a 7 out of 10. What's a 7 out of 10? It's different for everybody. Um, So we're saying either best of all time or worst of all time. So it kind of just says, yes, it's really, really good or no, none of us liked it. Um, And that can also vary between us depending on our own uh, opinions. Um, But we didn't want to be Mm -hmm. too judgmental when it Um, comes to
1: things. So that's
0: which, uh, we'll, way, I think we'll,
1: we'll just, just do that at the very story end story. of the series, mm-hmm. at the series, at the end of the series. We'll do it at the end. Uh, okay. So this is going to bring a close to episode one of Pop Culture Roundup. I would like to add that things aren't going to end as abruptly in the future. We would like to do a Q&A sort of thing at the very end. So if you have any questions or comments you want to um, leave us, either... Uh, head on over to our uh, YouTube channel, unless you're already there watching this, leave a comment down below, or you can email us at our uh, podcast email, which is uh, Brandon, was it?
0: <laughs> our podcast email is pop culture roundup podcast and com. An easier way to do it is if you go to our website uh, which you can find on our Instagram, our Twitter, and on our YouTube. Um, you'll be able to uh, basically send in a voice clip of any questions yep. you ask, so we can use those voice clips. We could also use written.
2: Also, questions. feel free to so,
0: both of those ways.
2: Post work. a tweet on Twitter, tag us with well, your comment
1: on Instagram. Yep,
2: that too. Comment.
1: Any forms of communications are totally welcome and center center. available. We <laughs> want to hear from you guys. And if there's any news stories that uh, we didn't cover, we apologize. Post them down in the comments wherever you want to find us, and maybe we'll get to it next week, or we'll give you our thoughts on it. Yep. Uh, just as a reply. Doesn't
2: even just doesn't even have to be limited to questions. You can send in your theories or mm-hmm. just any thoughts you have.
0: All right, well, I think that about wraps up uh, episode one. Uh, Thank you guys for joining me and uh, the rest of us today as we talked about some news within the industry um, as well as kind of going over recent um, media that we've all experienced. And uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, night, whenever you listen to us. Uh, Be safe.
1: And be sure to tune in Uh, next week as we talk Godzilla versus Kong. We're going to be talking a lot about that. Yeah, we are.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. All
1: right. All Peace right. out. All right. See you. All
0: right. See you.